You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to The Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Thank you so much, guys. We are back. We are back. Welcome to the show. Cool again. Yet another episode. How are How are you, Alexis? A lot. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, we've talked about some of our European allegiances in the past. We have. And, and you've, uh, you've been very clear uh, about those allegiances for, yeah, for a very, very long open. time. I'm, I was very upset at you for <laughs> choosing against my team. Seems to have been the... The, the 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 luckiest thing that could have happened was to get you and your rotten cursed ways <laughs> off of our ship. Because now now uh, everything Arsenal is is sort of enveloping both our lives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, and I think I think at the end of the day, you can't escape it, and yeah. that's what makes me happy. I think that's what it is. I, you know, and and you know, when I was picking what European team I was going to support, I didn't really have any. Uh, you know, you don't you, you're not really built in. You don't have any built-in hatred toward any team. You don't. You don't, There's no real. I feel like when Americans choose a European team, yeah, they're choosing because they, usually people pick teams if they if they're British, they live in England, and right. and so so you support the team that's in your your local or maybe if you have an affiliation to another town. Correct. So for for us, it's like it's a it's much more uh, uh you know uh, calculated. The decision. Yeah, it's more of a cosmopolitan choice versus a, a geographical choice, Correct, or yeah. some type of family attachment. So I didn't. I didn't. And you have no family ties to England whatsoever. No, no. no. I my accent, my skin color, yeah. nothing is. There's nothing connected. Nothing, to it. nothing, <laughs> nothing British about you. <laughs> nothing, uh, I, except the fact that I say cheers a lot. I like saying cheers. You do. You are a big cheers. Yeah. You don't say mate though. No, that would be. I have friends that say mate. Really? He's my mate. What's up, mate? That's I don't know for like someone from here saying that yeah and they're but they're kind of uh what if someone said if someone anglophiles right was that they call them they're like uh they're like big they kind of like is that make, anglophiles are people who who uh, love people with terrible teeth I don't know <laughs> isn't that what it is is that no, what right, it is right for the right for the low hanging fruit <laughs> which you can't bite because you have bad teeth uh no it's uh, I think it's anglophile anglophile might be yes, the audio yes, people that, that the sounds- audiophile that's the musical Audi- anglophile I think anglophiles are the ones who love like British culture and they mimic it in every way like they dress like it and they kind of act I have a few friends that are like that but um mate I would be weirded out it's one of my friends I, I would think if someone said mate I would think they were in a, a gay relationship and they were just like that's what they call even if they said partner. it to you hey mate and you're like well I well, guess that's I'm, it I that's guess. it I, I get, I'm glad it's legal now yeah got a boyfriend didn't ask for it here i am we are going steady jail rules i hold the i hold this pocket that he pulls inside out uh yeah so he's just one of those guys it's funny because i had a british friend who was around us and he was like is he is he mocking me and i'm like no no, no that's just how he talks he's mocking your whole country uh but it's a big week a lot huge of, huge lot of stuff as an arsenal on. fan this is oh, gonna be boy. a fun show we got the mls playoffs yeah uh, we got a lot to talk about a lot got, of things have been happening uh but the biggest news recently oh yeah we uh, know jason christ was let go we did talk about that last week yeah uh, so and a lot of questions as to who would replace him there was yeah. a lot of names fabio capello the Italian guy was ahead, you know, he's a right. He led the Russian national team, led the English national team, you know, but a perfect pairing for Pirlo. Real Madrid. I mean, he tried to bring, he tried to bring Pirlo over to Real Madrid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So would have been great. 
And then there was his other name, Patrick Vieira. Yes. Which I know him uh, from my youth as being the uh, the greatest defensive midfielder. Uh, and there's some controversy there because controversy. I added an H <laughs> for no reason. Uh, well, he added an I to his last name. I'll add an H. Uh a little bit of a controversy because he wasn't your prototypical defensive midfielder in the sense that he loved, he looked for uh, forwards making runs first and he was sort of loved to track forward. He was more of an attacking okay. defensive midfielder, but he protected the back line. He stopped attacks from happening. Uh, Arsenal hasn't had someone who did that until really Francis Coughlin. Now he's been that. Yeah. I mean, it's been that long and he left, he left Arsenal in, in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. So there was a, there was a, there was a good period of time there that he wasn't around. Right. So fast forward to today, we still love Patrick Vieira because we haven't had someone like him to protect our back line. And I've talked about a lot in the four, three, three that, uh, you know, uh, NYCFC likes to play, which is sort of like a weird four, two, three, one, four, three, three blend. You need someone who protects the back line. Uh, Kyle Beckerman did that. If you're going to do the diamond four, four, I guess we had, uh, Jacobson, Andrew Jacobson. We had, but it's not his natural position for a while. Poku looked like he would be that guy. And a lot of comparisons to Patrick Vieira, uh, came up in that pre season game when he looked up he saw tony taylor making that run launched a long ball at him tony taylor trapped it scored it was amazing uh, a lot of comparisons to yaya torre who is a modern day uh patrick Vieira, at least in the last few years maybe yeah, not yeah. this year so there was a lot of comparisons uh you know very important position uh He's, but you know, since then he's been more of a Man City guy because he's been uh, sort that's of. That's right, and that's actually it's kind of interesting because you you would think that Patrick Vieira probably had a hand in Yaya Toure's development. Well, certainly, I'm sure he was a voice in his ear. I mean, Yaya yeah, yeah. Toure is one of those guys who you know came into um, came in with with a good amount of uh, sort of that skill. But yeah, I mean, look, he's developed into something that's been great. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. He's developed into something that's been great at Man City. And if Patrick Vieira had nothing to do with that, I'd be very surprised uh, because that is his uh, that's his forte. Yeah, and man, he is good. I, I don't know exactly how to not that I don't know how to feel. I don't know whether to be. I guess I am excited because I hear the name Patrick Vieira. That's, you know it. You've heard it. I've heard Captain it of the French national team. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a much more, uh, you know, a name with more global recognition. I right. didn't know who Jason Christ was before, uh, you know, before he wasn't a household name by any means. I mean, he was to MLS fans cause everyone looked yeah. at him as like the greatest American coach. Um, yeah. So like, here's the thing, Jason Christ being fired made the ticker on ESPN. Yes. And, That's e big and, news. and Vieira being hired has been all over the ticker on ESPN too. All over. Yeah. And I think this is the promise of NYCFC. Some people are saying that this is proving Patrick Vieira coming in as our manager, which I don't know if we said he's coming in as our manager. There's been a couple different camps. People have put themselves in fans and non-fans. One of the big ones I hear is, oh, they're making a mistake by bringing in a European coach. European coaches don't really succeed in the MLS. Very few have. I believe Winter um, was the last one to win anything as a European coach. Um, they don't get the MLS. You've heard this before, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, we've got a lot of weird roster rules, weird in comparison to the way the rest of the world does it. And I get we're America. We're going to do things our own way. But it's just not everyone is familiar with it. You have, you know, in Europe, you can coach differently. You can tell a guy, hey, do what I'm saying or else we'll buy someone in a few months that's better in your position. You can't do that here. Yeah. You know, you just don't, you don't have the cap space for it. 
you know, there's all these discovery drafts. You yourself, have got, <laughs> I've had to explain a lot of different <laughs> allocation drafts, discovery drafts. There's been a lot to explain to you as you've sort of now become more a fan of the MLS through NYCFC. And a lot of it I've had to look up myself because I'm like, I know this. I just don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult. So there's a big learning curve for being a manager. So there's people who think he won't be able to do it. Here's what I say to those guys. Patrick Vieira. He he managed and controlled uh, the development cl- uh, squad and the reserve squad at, at uh, Man City. Yeah, those aren't two those aren't two squads you can go buy someone. You literally have to win with what you have. Yeah, um, and if you need someone, you call them up from the academy. That's it. You know, uh, that's basically what he has to do at MLS. Now he doesn't understand the roster rules, but as far as being able to, you 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 need to be more of a of a of a of a teacher. Uh, than than a, than a, than um sort of like a, a general a manager or what I'm saying is like if if there's something that a player isn't doing you have to coach them on how to do it versus coaching them with, through pressure of letting yeah. you know what I mean there's you no can't, threat that we're just gonna get rid of you yeah because you're not Cause you know yeah, like and that you know kind of a part of an MLS player is like well I mean you know what are you gonna do sit me okay I'm still gonna get paid yeah. you know you're not gonna get rid of me I'm not out of a job you yeah, know and yeah. and uh so it's a little different I think he I think he can do that I think he has the capability to manage under that type of condition because he's done it as a reserve and development squad. And here's the other thing. We're allowed to bring in four development squad players. Jason Christ only brought two. Okay. Uh, and one of them was late, was a late addition. Facey and Angelino, right? Yeah. Uh, Facey and Angelino, both from the elite development squad. Who knows those players better than Patrick Vieira? No one. Yeah. yeah. Not one person. He's the guy. So now we're going to have four great players. I assume we're going to get four. Okay. I, I, I was very <laughs> frustrated when we didn't get four to begin with. Mm-hmm. Now we now I assume we're going to get four. So now we're going to have four great players from the elite development squad. I think it's going to be better. The other camp people are in are saying, well, this goes to prove that uh, NYCFC is a farm team for Man City. And while I believe that that's not the case as far as a long term, if right now, People in Europe, especially in a level of like the Premier League, which if people sometimes MLS fans don't want to hear this. I get this. It, it, we're not at the level of Premier League, but you know what we are. You know, Premier League is the number one in the world, league in the world as far as competition and whatnot. If people are starting to look at the MLS as a proper stepping stone before the Premier League, we've done an amazing job. Because if you go back five years ago, we were seen as a complete joke of a league. Yeah. Now we're comparable. Now we're like, hey, someone can go there and develop better and be prepared better for the Premier League, whether that's a manager, a coach, uh, you know, a trainer or a player. We've moved up. And I think if we keep progressing at the rate we have, we'll be at the level of oh, well, we, they're too good to send someone there to develop. We'll send someone there uh, when they don't fit our formation or something. You know what I mean? So those two camp, there's a couple other ones where like people think this is just a complete joke and a terrible hire. Look, who knows how he's going to be? I have all the confidence in the world. If he manages at the level that he played at, uh, we're going to be just fine. Exactly. That's sort of how I feel, where I think he, at the very least, is going to change the the dynamic of the team. Obviously, bring a much more European uh, uh, style, or at least if, if his vision, he only he, he you know he has he only has a European vision of the game. So if he brings that, it can't be worse than what we have. True. Do you think? All right. So remember, there was a rumor that a top level player said, and we 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 voiced our opinion on this. Yeah. That I'd rather lose than win for Jason Christ. Yes. Okay. The rumors are that that was David Villa. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you feel? Do you feel that uh, Patrick Vieira will garner more respect from those bigger European names or the same amount as Jason Christ? 
I mean, it, it, I, I think it has to be more. There's no other way. I mean, we, we met Jason Christ, right? Yeah, sweetheart. Sweet guy. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think that, uh, that our interaction with him sort of defined if he was a good coach or not. I think that's it. I think the, the 30 seconds in which I asked too many questions uh, during a training, I think it details everything you need to know. I mean, I, I think a lot of uh, people respond well to popular brands, right? And Patrick Vieira is a bigger brand than Jason Christ. Here's the other thing. Jason Christ didn't take the chance to go to Europe. He stayed at MLS. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to continue to cause a rift. A European players don't respect MLS only talent because, well, you didn't prove yourself in Europe. You know, uh, Landon Donovan got a lot of respect from a lot of my European friends after he went to Everton and played incredibly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't the number one person in the league. He wasn't with the guy that everyone's like fawning over, but he showed up and he showed that he's not only good at that level, but he made the team a little better. He was able to, to sort of shuttle his position in a way where someone wasn't going to take over it. And it was a miss. They missed him when he was gone. Yeah. That's a big deal. Okay. Cause for a long time it was, he's a joke, but he couldn't hack it at Bayern, you know? Um, at, now that, Christ is gone and Christ had that thing of, well, he did, he didn't go to Europe. He was afraid to go to Europe. He stayed in MLS where he was safe. When he managed at RSL, he managed only his, the people that he was, you know, it's his ex teammates. And you know, he, he, he hasn't really tested himself. And when he did, he failed miserably. People didn't respect him. Now you have Patrick Vieira who comes in, who has the medal of not only winning, but he was the, he was the captain of the French national team. Yeah, I mean, that's a world cup. Yeah. That's a respect level right mm-hmm. there. I think he will. I agree with you. I think he will get the respect of the uh, European players. The only thing I'm afraid of is European players are a small group of people on this team. Are you going to have the admiration and will you will you respect the American players? Well, I'll I'll say this. Even, you know, if if it was David Villa who did say that about Jason Christ, uh, what I... Uh, as a fan of this team, and I, you know, and I'm not speaking uh, generally uh, about about sports in general or about the MLS in general, but I think right. as a fan of this team, with the amount of respect that uh, that Pirlo, uh, Lampard, and Villa do get from the fans, from the other players, I think they're from their, and we show that to them in their paycheck. It they should be leaders of the team. So the idea of a leader of the team saying, I'll, I'd rather lose than win from Jason Christ is it's, it, it's poor leadership at the very least. Okay. I'll counter say that mm-hmm. and say, is it, is it poor leadership or is it better leadership by saying, you know what, instead of letting this person ruin the team by being bad as a coach or not doing the things that he's supposed to do, I would rather if someone who is as and look, I, if it was David Villa, I think that's the most damaging because who's put more on the line than David Villa? Yeah. He's put his body on the line. He definitively, yeah, uh, uh, our best player, one of the best players in the league, probably one of the one of the hardest working DPS I think I've ever seen. He's mm-hmm. come in and said, no, 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 I want to leave it all out here. I want to play just as hard for here as I did for any team in Spain, which is wonderful. If he tells you, and that guy has nothing but respect, he's a soft spoken, respectful guy. If he tells you he's willing to lose, which I don't think he's ever done in his career. That's got to tell you how bad it must have been to have Jason Christ as a manager. Yeah, but it's, or it's, like you said, 
it's bad leadership. I tend, for some reason, I think he's done everything to earn my respect. To o- say, over Jason Christ. Yeah, by far. Because yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of, look at how many times our lineup changed. I don't think we had a but consistent at, lineup. But look at the, 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 that criticism that you, you know, the, the, the reports that you had heard and you put it out on Twitter. How many I don't know what def- you're talking about. <laughs> how many people defended Jason Christ? But there's also, and while I agree, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I will say this, and, it, you know, a lot of people, you know, important people decided that I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but I will say this, that if, if those, there's, there's a slight there's a slight curve that people grade Jason Christ with because he is, you know, the first American coach to be considered like, you know, tactically progressive, you know, he managed a team in a beautiful style. There's a lot of that. People are very pot committed. American soccer is very pot committed with Jason Christ. You know, for a while he was considered, you know, maybe a potential future men's national team, you know, uh, manager or head coach, whatever you want to call him. Uh, you know, look, there's a lot there. There's a lot at stake for him to be successful. You know, he was the next great white hype as far as American national American soccer is concerned. So, you know, I, I, sometimes I take a lot of that with a grain of salt and to say that, you know, yeah, I agree with you that, you know, he's, he's important and he was good, but you know, look, he, he took a big risk by going with NYCFC and it didn't pay off. Sure. I mean, and he's not going to struggle for work. He'll find a job after, uh, after the season was over and, sort of reflecting on how many lineup changes there were. You know, uh, initially it's it's like, hey, this is this is an expansion team. They're still figuring things out. But the amount of changes that what like when I look back on them, I'm like, oh, this is was not very typical of a of any team in the world. No, no one. I the, mean, a Sunday I, league. So many bold, bold changes, especially with the defensive, uh, the, the the back four. Here's the other thing, players that are scoring. You know, this guy scores, you know, what was it? Poku scored two starting at at Cosmos. And if I'm not mistaken, he didn't start the next match. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You know, like Tommy Mack would score off. He's off the start. He's not a starter the next what could he have possibly done in training? <laughs> you know, this guy's proven to you that they can score. And I, I don't know if, I don't know where I, there's never been an explanation of it. And maybe when, maybe Jason Christ does an interview soon and he explains uh, why, and maybe it's a good answer. I don't think he's going to have one. I can't imagine why you, you treat a, a club that way. It just doesn't make any sense. It's interesting because the the statement that uh, the team put out after, uh, after the fi- after firing, Christ, right? They did mention how there were these stipulations where they, they, you know, basically uh, uh, prerequisites. You know, the, the, he should have met these uh, uh, goals to basically keep his job. About uh, right, essentially, w- at least one win in every three matches. Uh, at least you making it to the playoffs, and. Which I mean, it is a bit of a cop out. No, it, well, I, it, yeah, that's what I'm. That's sort of what I'm getting to. That it does, it seems like it's not true. Like I don't think that was actually a stipulation. Well, they that, said it. They said it was. It was out like it was reported in the beginning of the season. Was it? Was that real? Yeah, because uh, Glenn Crooks, who uh, uh, wonderful, uh, you know, he does the announce. He calls the games on uh, on WCBS on WFAN for uh, NYCFC. Um, he wrote an article which which I think you know, comes from both points of view that, yeah, he should have been fired. No, he shouldn't. And from the point of, 
Well, here's where it, something didn't sit well with him, which is we knew from the beginning of the season that the playoffs is what they thought. And NYCFC had almost or CFG uh, City Football Group had kind of intimated that, you know, they thought they could win the cup this year. Um, so playoffs were they absolutely said that playoffs were considered a successful season. And then at some point towards the end of the season in the last two matches or, or right when I forget what it was after D.C., when when we did uh, get uh, officially mathematically bounced out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Christ did an interview with Glenn Crooks where in the, you know, the post game. And he said, Hey, you know, it's not, it's not like we had a goal set for the season. And Glenn was like, well, yeah. In the beginning of the season, everyone said the playoffs were the goal. So we did know. And Jason Christ said we didn't have a firm goal. So there's a little bit of that on both sides, you know, and I'd hate to take the anti Jason Christ side because that's not who I am. That's not, I wasn't anti him. Hmm. I did think maybe he needed to be fired or at least have more of a stern, you know, I guess goal put in front. I mean, he had one and he didn't hit it. So, you, you know, sometimes you got to, it's business. It ain't personal. He, had to, he, he constantly, he didn't hit the goal. He just constantly hit the post. He, boy, was he hitting that post <laughs> almost on purpose. <laughs> Empty goal. No one in front bangs it off the post. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, Ref- reflecting back on the season, it does seem like all those changes were either uh, like he it almost seems like he didn't have any real goals put in place no. uh, uh, or, or any real uh, you know, any goals to essentially keep his job or he had th- those things were in place and he was scrambling like, hey, I need to do I need to change this because I, I, I really need to meet that that goal of winning one. You think he was taking a dive? No, no, I think he I think he was either trying anything he could or uh, or he basically was um, uh, experimenting with the team because he thought he had more time. Okay, so you're like, oh, he, you think like he's like, oh, it's first first. Exactly. Season. I think he I think I think he 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 thought he had a longer leash, which is why he. Well, tink- that's a mistake every time. Tinkered around. That yeah. that's that's he's not the owner. Jeez, <laughs> what's this guy doing? I yeah. mean, the way it seems to me now that we look back is like imagine every time you came home, your girl changed the furniture, and you were like, "Okay, I like this. This is good." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Okay, cool." And then you left, and when you came back home, it was changed again. You're like, "Why did you change it again?" Uh, yeah, I liked it before. Okay, now I like <laughs> this one. Okay, all right. So leave it like this. So let's just let's not move anything. <laughs> I put my foot up. It seems perfect. So we're going to leave it. And you're like, yeah, of course, because we agree this is great. Yes. And then you leave and you come back and guess what happened? What happened? She changed it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, come on, are we going to do this all season? And she's like, yeah. And you're like, remember when I, when I first met you, I told you that I thought we should be engaged with him. We're not getting engaged. You've moved the furniture too much. We need to break up. I, I would say, I think, uh, uh getting Iraola and, uh, Angelino were a mistake. Angelino, I don't think so. Idaola seems like it, but I only say that because RJ Allen turned out to be so good. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, not a, not a world beater, you know, he's not someone that's probably going to get looked at by Europe. I hope he does. Cause I think he's, he's very strong defensively, but man, did he play that position perfectly? He, really he played did. the outside back very well. Uh, you know, he, he stopped the players that he needed to. He, he had, you know, he had some really world-class attackers in his pocket. I mean, he stopped, Pretty much, Jacobson and him almost single handedly stopped Javinko. If I'm not 
I, I may sure have that. the I may have the player incorrectly. Um, the, yeah. the game, but whoever it was, I think it was yeah. Javinko. It was the first uh, the first match which they played in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, Jacobson treated him like a rag doll. R.J. Allen stayed with him. I mean, the, these were these were the times where we looked and said, okay, we don't need Idaola. And I know people are saying like Idaola was so good where he came from. Sure, did he did he play at a different level here? Did he expect it to be easier? Um, is was he just a step behind because we know Americans tend to be a bit more athletic, where we don't have the tactical acumen. At least we have the ability to run hard and try hard was that it was that what they couldn't understand or couldn't wrap their arms around i don't know but when you look around it's like it seemed to me like he was always scared to drop a european player except when it came to grab like grab always i thought pablo alvarez made a lot of mistakes but he played really well in some of those games. i mean moving forward attacking somewhat creative he was only brought in as like a favorite of david Villa. but look if he plays well play him yeah you know and i uh i i told you i did i i don't know if i mentioned it on the show but i did invite pablo alvarez uh to Thanksgiving dinner with my with my family. Did he go? <laughs> well, we haven't, well, we haven't reached Thanksgiving yet, so I gotta. I, I think I might have to remind him that I didn't. The invitation is still open, Pablo. Uh, <laughs> feel free to <laughs> feel free to come by. But I did tell him at that at the at the NYCFC FIFA tournament. Uh, very nice. This was he was mentioning how this is his first Thanksgiving. He's ne- he's never experienced Thanksgiving, uh, and that he was really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mean to brag or anything. I think uh, now that you guys are best friends. <laughs> so originally he was brought here to be best friends with Davia. And well, you, no, I, I swooped in. You swooped I, in. <laughs> to, I stole that dance. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he is now ghosting David Villa, not responding to it. I was like, where's Pablo? I don't Pablo. I don't Pablo. I don't know why he has a list for every, every letter. Every single syllable. Every syllable. I don't Pablo. These kids are like, you need to chill. It's like when I went to LA and I came back and my my New York accent was hard, like it was uh, was bigger. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a bit more dialed up. It's like that's what happened to him. Sure. He becomes super, <laughs> super Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, here's where we're at. We don't know what we have with the, with Patri- uh, Patrick Vieira, Patrice Evra, yeah, Patrice Evra. <laughs> we don't know what we have because he should not be a manager. We don't know what we have with Vieira. Here's. I know this is hard and because he's going to walk in and there's going to be a very large contingent of New York city fans that are like, you need to prove yourself right away. And mm-hmm. the moment he loses, what did I tell you? European coach. But the one thing I have all zero doubt in is that he will get complete control of this, of this entire squad. And he's probably going to be a bit more hands-on in the development side, which I have talked about you nonstop ad nauseum. I will not stop <laughs> until we have a full academy and we have. And, uh, you, and you are the principal. Yeah. yeah I, I, I want to be there. I will be. You can call me Mr. Belvedere, whatever you want to call me. Um, Mr. Belding, if you want, yeah. um, which is probably what I meant to say. Uh, but I will not stop until we have an NYCFC two because we need depth. We, it was proven this year. We need a place we need for depth, these players. We need girth. We, we need, need girth. We need, we need it all, baby. Okay, <laughs> we're just a bunch of female porn stars waiting for the good stuff. Uh, we need we need depth in our squad, uh, and we need a place to develop these youth players. Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again: we have almost the same population. We have a bigger population than Uruguay, and they're a world class team. Yeah. As a city, we should be able to develop 
a world-class team on our own. I agree. Well, I think the... And look at the Red Bulls. Look how successful they've been so far. Yeah, yeah. And looking like the team that's going to win the MLS Cup, which is really going to shit on our happiness, (laughs) at least mine. But looking like a team that's going to win the MLS Cup, and they've done it this year smart DP signings. So not top level DP signings. They have two Sasha question and uh, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. They gave him a, a DP contract, certainly earned it. Um, and with their depth, with the ability to have RB two, uh, um, and, and to have a place for all of these guys coming in to play amazing because they have a place for them to have competitive Soccer. Well, the, and and for, for like when people make that uh, accusation that uh, NYCFC is just Manchester City's farm team, even if that's the case, who cares? That's still pretty great, you know. Even if we have a, a right, a, but if our goal is to be like a top, of team course, of course, league but, in the world, you don't want to be anyone's but, farm. But if we have, but right now, you're if, saying, if, look, introducing. Patrick Vieira as the uh, as the manager makes uh, uh, creates this. Uh, I don't know if uh, you know how how many uh, other teams have done this, but they're bringing essentially a full European model mm-hmm. of how to run a team. They tried, they, you know. I don't think they gave Christ enough of a chance, but. If they if they just go in now and they're like, oh, you know what? We try the American way, okay? Yeah. Like, no, we're just gonna do it the way we do it in England. And now now we got, uh, have a person at the top that immediately gets it, and we can just go from there. Yeah. As opposed teach to teach them your cute rules, and we'll run it the way we run everything else. Exactly. As opposed to you know they they, they without a doubt they must have had you know a debate or arguments with Christ. You know, he he must have dealt with ownership and and, and management uh, and had so many disagreements over who he wanted or who he didn't want. Because yeah. he reportedly did not want Pirlo. Supposedly no one wanted him except CFG management. Okay. So now you're going to have a group of people that... But can I say something? I mean, you were there when he came out onto that pitch for the, the greatest, first time. It was the greatest moment. It was electric. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it was it was one of those things where people would would not would not stop commenting about it. We did a video afterwards mm-hmm. asking people, "Hey, what'd you think?" And people were like, "You know, it's it was it was a magical moment." So maybe he wasn't perfect on the pitch, and there's that vine of him not even moving on the on uh, on the. Uh, uh, the corner kick, the corner, uh, yeah. uh, where Iguain scored. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, it hurt and it sucks. Uh, but no, I think it was the uh, it was the revs. Okay, it was, yeah, it was against the revs. Um, yeah, it sucks, and I get it. And you know, it looks like he's here on vacation. Not if a, not all the. T- I mean, I mean, obviously he's not going like, to do that with Vieira. Like any player, he's he's made some mistakes. Yeah, you yeah you miss markings sometimes yeah i mean he's, for the, he seemed like he was looking in a mirror you know <laughs> but he's not can gonna you, can do you that blame with, him though can he he's blame not gonna him? he respects patrick Villa. he's not gonna and it's it sucks to say he didn't but you knew he didn't respect christ he didn't know who jason christ was he he knows who patrick Vieira is correct he respects patrick Vieira, and patrick Vieira basically played the position he's playing so you can't front on yeah. Patrick Villa. He played the same position at roughly the same level, you know, certainly not the maestro, but he played it at the same level. He won, you know, he won UEFA cups. He won champions league. He won, Premier you know, world league. cups, premier yeah. leagues. You cannot 
you can't fuck with his metal. The like, resume speaks for itself. Yeah, the CV is there. So at the end of the day, I mean, Pirlo respects Vieira, didn't respect Jason Christ. And this is something that's going to keep running into well, you know, until American players start to play at a high level in Europe. Well, I think now the, uh, the issue with Christ and almost with uh, you know any American coach is that the player that you have there is, is probably going to have a bigger ego than the coach himself. Yeah. Uh, and and almost and and again the resume of the player is probably going to be uh, going to clearly outweigh uh, anything the 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 coach is going to any sure. criticism the coach is going to have sure so but which didn't happen at Real Salt Lake because he was bigger than all those players exactly and now you have a. A, a, a you know a, a, a legend yeah. a, a real a just a definitive legend yeah and he's gonna be calling the shots so anybody's like who's if if Pirlo now Vieira has the 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 you know the 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 power and the weight to say oh Pirlo he's not doing what I'm asking him to do let's get rid of Pirlo and managers gonna be like okay well they'll at least consider it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, Vieira's the alpha. And, you know, this has reared its ugly head over in Los Angeles. Uh, Bruce Arena is uh, not happy with uh, Steven Gerrard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Gerrard is talking about possibly going back to Liverpool now that Klopp is there. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't and, want him, no, right? And I think, I, for my money, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know the up-to-date. I haven't been up-to-date on this. I don't have any sources, okay? <laughs> so everyone can calm down. But just gut feeling, I think... This is Bruce Arena's way of maybe getting rid of him because he doesn't think he uh, played so hard. He said at the, the the last playoff game that he said, uh, do you think it was the player's fault in the end? There's something alluding to, do you think it was uh, part of Steven Gerrard's fault? And he said a little bit of both, meaning uh, yes. And it may not only be his fault, but yeah, they, they, he was at fault, which, you know, oh, big name DPs and marketing. You don't want to ever shame them. It seems like he he was willing to put his ass on the line there. So it looks like Gerrard is gone. I, I, Although he, I don't think he will be because I think he enjoys living in Los Angeles. Um, but there's a little bit of a chance he goes back to Liverpool. I just hate that level of con- condescension that's, that some of the players are capable of. Like, dude, he, he lost plenty at Liverpool. What is the, like, you're, what, you're just going to, you've lost, you've lost in several places. Yeah. What, like, the, the idea that you, you're, you, you come, he's a good player. That's fine. Yeah. But the idea that you, you're not good enough. You're not the, you, to, to start blaming everybody else for the loss. It's a team loss, just like every team sport. Sure. There's, there's not a one, you know, there's not one or two things that a specific player could have done to prevent the loss. You had two games. Uh, oh no, that was a knockout one. Yeah. They, they lost. So whatever. So, the, and, and that's, that's yeah. part of the game. Yeah. And part of being Steven Gerrard is his ability to come back. And try to win again. By the way, he won nothing with Liverpool, you know? Yeah. I mean, they were hoping, they were hoping his last season they were able to get to at least, you know, what was it? I believe it was the FA Cup final. I mean, they were trying to do everything for, you know. I think, I think he's not used to uh, being in this country, being in a country where no one really knows what he does. Yeah. And not many people really respect him. Yeah. Uh, And he, I think it's a little, it's a little bit difficult to adjust when you ego, you ego left hit. and you you left a country where you they they would they would consider putting you on the damn flag yeah i uh, mean especially in liverpool i mean he's a liverpool kid he married like the daughter of like the biggest the guy who controlled liverpool like apparently the biggest firm boss okay. which used to be like the mafia like their version of the mafia like the leader of liverpool's daughter like he's like mr liverpool 
where he played his whole life. Like he lived there. Like that was him. That's like being Mr. New York your whole life. And then going and playing in Croatia, you know, whatever, I don't know, lacrosse or something they don't care about there just uh, yet. You know, some people are going to love you. Some people won't care. Like even uh, Frank Lampard made the joke that when him, Villa and Pirlo went out to dinner, they only cared about Pirlo. Like they were treating Pirlo like he was a God and they Mm -hmm. forgot about the other. (laughs) And they're like, you know, we're famous too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, That kind of stuff happens, especially in a place like LA where yeah, Steven Gerrard, people, people might know who you are, but if, you know, Angelina Jolie walks by, you're no longer important, you know, (laughs) sorry. You're just another tall white guy. (laughs) Get out of the way. (laughs) You pale, pale son of a bitch. Get out of the way. Why do you sound like that? Yeah. yeah. Get your horrible accent (laughs) and your horrible skin tone out of the way of my view of Angelina Jolie. And this is Angelina Jolie well, well past well, her prime. If oh, it was Jessica Alba, they would push you out of the way, Stephen. Well, in reality, he could probably stand in front of Angelina Jolie and we could see through him see through and him. see her perfectly. Right. See his, through his Larry Bird-like skin. Uh, yeah, look. So there's a lot there, obviously. Look, some of the European players, this has been a problem since day one. And when you run a league that markets these players, that treats them like gold and treats them. I mean, look at the way Giovinco's being paid. Look at the way Villa's being paid and Pirlo's being paid. So much more than your average They're player. They're being the paid. Also, that, that should be enough, you know? It isn't because they come from getting paid, you know? And they spent their whole lives being pampered. Look at, you know, look at these, uh, you know, like NBA and NFL, like these high school football but, but, stars. Yeah, they, and they, 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 they act like ass. They come from, yeah, they come from, they got all this money or whatever, but they also are playing games in, you know, different lakes in England. Like there's, it's just cloudy every, it's cloudy yeah. every, that's you who, yeah, you obviously. You're yeah, getting to live in Los you're Angeles. You're getting to live in Los Angeles. People least, are paying you to live pretty, in somewhat of a paradise. It's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> Could just stop being the way you are <laughs> is what you're asking. I agree. Let's see what, do you, I, if you were to say, do you think Patrick Vieira will get, well, let's start. All right. So two things and we'll hold you to this. One is, is there going to be a, a, a lot of roster turnover? Yeah. I'm like, that's a, that's the thing I'm most afraid of. Who, who would you be afraid RJ, gone. RJ Allen, Hernandez. Uh, Hernandez can leave as far as I'm concerned. No. RJ Allen, I want to stay. I think I think they're both great. Uh, uh, Hernandez played somewhat well at center back. I think we could find a better center back for sure. Uh, and Our defensive line was terrible. RJ Allen, as far as I'm concerned, and Angelina were the only two shining lights back there. Uh, and Angelino's gone. So and uh, and Kyrie, I think those are the ones I'm like afraid that they may get rid of. Kyrie's not going anywhere because he's a rookie mm-hmm. and he's on a rookie contract. Uh, my, my biggest fear is Poku. Sure, I think if Poku leaves, I, I think he's I think he's, he's too gonna, good. He's th- going to be insane somewhere else. But I think we're I think we'll, we'll be able to get so much for him that I have a feeling uh, he's going to sell him. And I'm I'm very afraid of that because I know that's one of those guys we're going to look back and say. He could be doing all those things he's doing for that other club for us. And if he, which I believe he will be at some point sold to European team, we stand to make some good money for that. Sure. I, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, city football group will have heard the constant chance of, we want or seen the TIFOs. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hopefully they acknowledge that and will they care? Uh, and the other thing I want to know, do you think we'll, we'll make the playoffs under Patrick Pierre's first year? We will. So you're saying you're That's here it. first. I, 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 I swear by the tears of David Villa <laughs> that we will make <laughs> the playoffs. I agree. I think we're making the playoffs. Here's the other thing. I think we're going to have a lot of roster turnover. Um, but I think part of it is, I think uh, 
grab a voice going to go follow Christ wherever he goes. Hopefully no offense. Uh, I think Tommy Mack hopefully gets a chance to start if not here somewhere else. Cause he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him shining in a place like Chicago. Um, and uh, hopefully, you know, Poku, RJ Allen, I would love for T-Mac to stay. I think Kyrie's going to be here, and I think he's finally going to start running into those wings and those flanks, and he's going to start stretching the defense. That'd be great. And I can't wait to see it. So, look, I'm a little bit up because it's Patrick Vieira. He's an Arsenal guy. I know you're not, but I think we're going to be very happy. I think it's going to be fine. I have no ill will towards yeah. Patrick Vieira. A lot of Vieira kids going to be in uh, Yankee Stadium <laughs> next year. I can feel it. So it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, next segment, we'll talk some MLS playoffs. Another yeah. uh, great weekend. A lot of exciting, exciting stuff happening, so we'll be right back. It's official. Patrick Vieira is the new coach of New York City FC. The former Arsenal midfielder has signed a three-year contract with the MLS club beginning on January 1st. Once in the United States, the 1998 World Cup winner will debut as head coach of the first team who play their home games at Yankee Stadium. Since 2013, Vieira has been the coach of Manchester City's under-21 side. He's relinquished that role after a proposition from the club's owners, who also own the American franchise. At New York City, the 39-year-old Frenchman will manage some big names, most notably Frank Lampard, David Villa and Andrea Pirlo. He has a job on his hands though. The team finished 8th out of 10 clubs in the Eastern Conference last season. So we are talking MLS playoffs. MLS playoffs uh, has been super exciting. Yeah. Uh, the ratings haven't been great. Yeah, they haven't. Which which is a shame because they've honestly been probably the most exciting brand of, of footy I've seen in a long time. I, w- I, I definitely say the, the Dallas-Seattle series and the Columbus-Montreal series have been the most exciting in my opinion man dallas seattle heavy hitters I, you you know like you can't put it down like you, i'm just sitting there watching it going please don't ever let this end i kind of wish it was seven <laughs> games you know <laughs> like in, in the most american way possible yeah, i mean yeah. it was exciting all the way around um it didn't it, it drew pretty well 339,000 on Fox Sports 1 not yeah, terrible not at all and look i mean look i ratings tv ratings have been a big issue uh from the beginning you know and these games were played on a sunday nfl football is yeah. happening yeah it's a difficult that's a tough tough thing to compete against um i know seattle didn't have a game that day so you would expect uh more people to watch but dallas come on you know Mm-hmm. No one in Dallas pays attention. I had uh, I was talking to a couple from Dallas, and I was like, "Oh, you guys uh, FC Dallas fans?" I'm like, what? What? Uh, what's what? that? Cowboys? FC. Cowboys? Yeah, <laughs> after Cowboys in Dallas, I'll kill you. You know, <laughs> they don't know what you're saying. Uh, Whitecaps Timbers. Okay, not not too big. Too big non markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I too big non market. No, I wouldn't say it. Portland has a big. Uh, They're well, not a big market. Oh, a market TV-wise. or fan base? I get big. fan base. A very attractive fan base. One of the very, best. Very, very stern fan base. A very small media market. Same thing with the uh, Vancouver. Uh, 221,000. Um, neither of which have an NFL team. So, you know, you would hope that yeah. would have been a, a higher number. Uh, I mean, they're close enough to Seattle where people probably... Oh, no. Those the, two cities hate each other. But they... they I mean... I highly doubt anyone in Portland watches the Seahawks. His, really? No, yeah. I, uh, I think they do. They're just wearing Trailblazers jerseys, just waiting for the <laughs> season to start. Uh, or it already started. Um, New York Red Bulls versus DC United, which, by the way, last year, even though it was on a Saturday, 
last year on NBC, on the main, on the big boy channel, mm-hmm. drew 607,000 fans. Not a big number, 607,000, a 0.6. Not bad. I mean, not bad. Not terrible, mm-hmm. right? This year on ESPN, another big channel, 242,000. And then, and you know, and uh, little, you know, Little League Softball got 6.4 million. <laughs> Watching 12 year old Dominicans, <laughs> 12 million people watched. <laughs> you know, uh, tough. Columbus, Montreal, two very tiny markets, drew 259,000. So beat Red Bulls DC. Now, the other thing was DC didn't even get a shot on goal in their own home in the first leg. Mm-hmm. So it made sense that maybe not a lot of people were going to watch the second leg to just see them be decimated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Rebels are looking very good. Um, I still think DC United has what it takes. Uh, sorry. FC Dallas has what it takes to knock them down if they get into um, the MLS cup. But I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think, I don't think Don Garber wants to see that. I don't think they want to see <laughs> Dallas versus New York. I don't think that that's then I don't think that's the big one that may they why probably think, want the Red Bulls in there. Why do you think uh why do you think Garber wants? Why do you think it's the best I, matchup? Maybe, maybe, maybe Port I think Portland, wanted, New York, Portland. I would probably New York, Portland. Of the teams that are left, yeah, New York, Portland seems like the best mix. Because Columbus or Dallas would be bad. Columbus, Portland would be Columbus. Anything would be bad. Um, although, the, I mean, they have, you know, Columbus has a great team, too. I mean, as, if we're talking about ratings, are we talking about ratings or quality? Yeah, of the no, game? Don Garber. You think Don Garber cares about anything <laughs> besides ratings? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So you do think he does? No, no, no. Oh, I don't yeah, think he, he does. I'm, 100% I'm, does not. That was a sarcastic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, let, we'll retweet this on uh, on. I'm the Cooligans here, so you guys can see what I'm talking about as far as ratings are concerned. But, um, but yeah, no, I think I don't. I can't imagine. You have to have New York in there, hoping that that brings in the actual New York City. You want to know what's shocking? Have you well, seen some of the NYCFC fans going to Rebel Arena? I have not seen that. Yeah, a couple of a uh, couple of NYCFC uh, groups have been posting photos. Oh, of NYCFC fans. Now we know NYCFC fans. Some of them used to be Red Bulls fans. But not allowed to go back <laughs> just because they're I mean, if I were if I were the Red Bulls fans, I would not want these people in my arena. Are, are they wearing NYCFC like gear? No. Uh-huh. Some of them wearing Red Bull gear. Oh, that's all right. That's well, a big no, no. That is a big no, no. That's a that's about as plastic as it gets for that, both sides, by the way, not just NYCFC. That throws Red Bulls under the but, bus, too. But that's not worse than picking your opposing team in FIFA 16. Uh, I don't think there's a worse, <laughs> I don't think there's a worse sin. Well, let me fill people in if they, if let's pull up the numbers. They don't know because what, what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, looks like your buddy Alexis <laughs> might've been right. Let's pull up the numbers. So Alexis and I got into a very heated debate over, over our, our iPhones, which uh, is <laughs> over text message because Alexis posed the question, Hey, would you pick... Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're playing FIFA, the video game, the video game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the video game. And you are, uh, uh, and you have a team that you support, right? You, uh, if uh, Alexis is an Arsenal fan uh, to the day he dies. Right. As we know, I am Patrick Fierro. Welcome. <laughs> and if, uh, so he, so his uh, uh, scenario, they 
made up was basically if you if you are an Arsenal fan and you pick uh, uh, Manchester United, are you that's worse. You pick Tottenham. Oh, I can't imagine anyone <laughs> doing that. You are an Arsenal fan. This uh, is now FIFA. And by the way, let me not just for a regular exhibition game for fun. Although even then I expect you to pick your favorite team. But let's say your favorite team is like Stoke or who's playing pretty well. Let's uh, Sunderland. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite team. And you're going to play your buddy and your buddy picks you Manchester think United. You, you think Sunderland is playing well? That's- no, no. Who's not playing well? Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> and your buddy who's, you know, comes in and picks like Manchester United or Arsenal or Man City. I don't expect you to pick. I suddenly, yeah, because you're going to get crushed. You're going to get crushed. And it's an exhibition. So those rules I'm not talking about, but like career mode or online or, you know, you're, you can pick your favorite team. Yes. How dare you not pick <laughs> your favorite team? You have to pick the one you support and you have to play with them no matter what. Yes. I'm, I, I, I completely understand that philosophy. So I told him, uh, uh, so first of all, he did mention this. But also, he also sounded like a maniac while he was saying all of these things. Maniac only because I'm passionate. Uh, maniac only to you, which holds no passion whatsoever for the sport. So I said, "Well, it's a video game. If you you're you can pick other teams. What's the big deal? It's like it's like if you're playing Mortal Kombat and your favorite player is Scorpion. That is not the same. Your favorite player, wouldn't you want to learn how to play with with Sub Zero from time to time? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Because you don't follow Sub Zero's <laughs> career around in real life." You don't live in Sub Zero's hometown. So, because it, it's it it is a video game, I am not as emotionally attached because I'm not buying season tickets to for this other team. So I don't really see myself picking another team as this big uh, slight on the team I I support. If you pick Liverpool as an Everton fan, now, correct? Yes. You, if I were a Toffee, an Everton fan, I would not, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let you be a fan of Everton anymore. You were not, you're not allowed to come to the events I'm at. You know, like, you're just not allowed. Yeah, yeah. Like our, our, the friendship is severed. I would even, so I would even go so far as to say that if your friend came in and Everton was having a very bad year uh, by FIFA standards, uh, didn't have a great team to play with in FIFA, and I came in and I chose Arsenal. You still are not allowed to at least choose Liverpool. You're allowed to go pick United and City and some of these other. You're not allowed under no circumstances would I as an Arsenal fan under zero circumstances. Am I allowed to ever, ever click on Tottenham ever? You can't even scroll them. over them. You can't. No, I, I want you to <laughs> find go, a way to avoid go reverse. Go back the way. Go go back, back the other way. way. <laughs> back the other way. All the way around. Go make four lefts. It's the only way you make a right in this town. In this town. Uh, you're not allowed under any circumstances Four lefts is a circle, by the way. That doesn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. A squ- well, it'll be a square, not yeah. a circle. Well, you know what I mean. It's full. We come around full. <laughs> Whatever. All right. You're just not allowed under any circumstances to ever pick Liverpool now, to like Liverpool. You can you can be uh, appreciative of some of the players after they've left. Uh, like now, I have much more of an appreciation for Gareth Bale. Kind of a glass jaw, but Whatever. Um, but when he was wearing the shirt and Robbie Keane is the same way, not allowed under any situation to like that team, pick that team, play with that team, even under like exhibit, you know, when like you, the, the, the game comes out where you can download and there's like only six teams. If your rival is one of them, you can't even pick them in the demo. You've only got five teams now. (laughs) That's it. You, do you think under any circumstances, the last time I played a demo, Boca juniors was in it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Not the team you want to pick, by the way, because it's like Boca Juniors versus Juventus and Arsenal and Bo- Borussia Dortmund. I love Boca and everything, but come on, you guys don't hang out that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think any uh, River Plate fans would have opened that game up and ever chosen Boca? If so, their hands would have been chopped off by a machete. I'm I'm completely uh, 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 understanding of a person who would not want to pick a team they do not support or the rival of the team that they do support. Mm-hmm. But the idea of getting angry <laughs> yes. at a person for picking them—that's just the point. If you're not allowed. <laughs> If you're not, if you're in a union and you're not allowed to take a 20 minute cigarette break, you only get a 15 and your buddy takes a five extra minutes. You're allowed to get angry See, at it, that person. It's, it's almost like, uh, 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 th- this Daniel Murphy of the Mets got in big trouble big recently trouble. because he opened he, his yapper. He was talking about, he's a, a devout Christian, right? Yeah, and a devout homophobe. And apparently. he mentioned that, uh, he, he didn't say I hate gay people. All he said was, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, approve of the lifestyle but i like love love the person not the not the uh, uh not the sin or whatever but yeah, i actually I, didn't read his comments i just assumed he was a major homophobe <laughs> no <laughs> not all baseball players uh are homophobic right. but he did say that he was like love the sin not the sinner basically so that's an easy love the sinner not the sin uh, you said the other one. Lo- yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about the gay, gay lifestyle. The people, the people, I can take them or leave them. Uh, not a big fan, but what they do, I'm all about. That's a very odd stance. They'd be like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro. I'm it's, a, I'm a pro. I guess. hate the sin, not the sinner. That's yeah. I, I, I said it wrong. I said, love the sin, not the sinner. So, uh, <laughs> So that's sort of, uh, it's sort of the same philosophy. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's Don't put me in that camp ever. I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's the exact opposite. I'm saying, you know, you have a rule and you have every right. What rule? Okay. So the, the rule is you, if you rule, support a team. Yes. It's your, it's perfectly fine if you live this way. <laughs> yeah. I'm imposing this rule on everyone now. Correct. That's because this is the rule. And you know what? 74% of people agreed with how many, me. How many people voted? Uh, 19. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it's the it's enough for a, that's, a sound that's a enough sample. of a study. That is a sample <laughs> of the fans of the Cooligans deciding they were going to click on a vote. Forget the 19. And you know, frankly, you shouldn't say anything. <laughs> 74 sounded great to the people listening. 74% of however big a sample we chose. Yeah. And by the way, I could have voted with some of my other Twitter accounts, told my friends to vote. I could have done that. I didn't. I let the people speak, and the people have spoken and said an overwhelming amount, three quarters of the people who voted said, I am 100% right, and and actually tweeted and said, Christian is terribly wrong. It should no longer have an opinion on this. Uh, I may be making that last part. And and I'll just say this because I do not pick teams that I do not support. I don't, I don't live, uh, uh, this, this, I don't live in this. I don't live in sin. Okay. I don't live right. in, uh, 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 you know, the, the, uh, you're not uh, doing, you're not choosing Liverpool. I'm not choosing. I've never, but you know, you're not allowed to either. Okay, now, now I've learned that just a couple of days ago through your very bold, and capitalized text messages. I'm very offended <laughs> that I've chosen to start I have a not soccer done, comedic but network I'm with you and you didn't know that already. I'm choosing <laughs> to not hate a person for if they are an Everton fan and picking Liverpool almost under any circumstance. I would say if you are playing in a career mode or even a, 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 on a season online, if you are picking Liverpool and when you are an Everton fan, I'm like, 
all right, well, you know what? I'm just going to make sure you never score against me. I, uh, I, I don't know. Like, you... You have to have less respect for that guy. You have to treat him the way Pirlo treated Christ and the way Villa <laughs> treated Christ. I'm happy you're here, but I want you gone. Okay? Go do this somewhere else. You're no longer allowed. I would honestly say, Evan Davis, I will pose a question to him. He's mm-hmm. one of our friends. Very funny comic. Great writer. Writes beat reporter for the uh, women's national team and, and some of the women's league. Um, he is also an Everton fan yes. uh, that you chose him over me. Uh, <laughs> and I will ask him, and now I'm very happy that you did, uh, because I will ask him and I guarantee you, I guarantee you that we will come back and I will, I will eat my words if I'm wrong, but I will tell you that he will say that he would not want you as an Everton fan. If he found out you were playing career mode or online as Liverpool. Of course, I would not pick Liverpool online or in career mode, but I would also not get angry at someone who was an Everton fan and did. Yeah, but don't you think you should as an Everton fan? I mean, how, how much of my, uh, my passion and am, I, am I going to deliver to someone for not picking the team I support in a video game? I mean, people get kicked out of supporters groups for not singing. <laughs> and you, you act as though they can just willy-nilly pick I'm the opposing, a- the, the, worst, the worst team possible for your team. The biggest rival. You could just, oh, I think they're better on FIFA. It would break, it should break your soul to even admit that out loud. That I won't get angry? No, that, that, that they, you think it, the other team is better. I don't think the other team is better. No, but not. But it should break not you, your soul. You as an. Am I going to get mad at them for wearing red shoes or? If like, you're how a far, Crips member, should yes! it go? If you're a Crips member, this is, yes! how, this is how gang wars and Watts started. Yes, but this is what <laughs> soccer is about. It's choosing a side. Yeah. This is why it meant so much to me when you didn't pick Arsenal. Why I was very upset. <laughs> Which, and now after seeing your lack of ethics and morals <laughs> when it comes to this sport, I am not only happy you didn't choose arsenal i am relieved it is that it, i do not have to sit here and defend you to other it arsenal is and fans. it is not the, the the my ethics are are my ethics are in line with yours when it comes to supporting the team in oh. real life oh, oh in virtual reality i so sorry if i'm if i if i it's waver if i waver it's part of it <laughs> That is, it's part of it. I don't know how else to explain it to you. The I, fact that you don't know this upsets me greatly. I wouldn't pick Liverpool. I would never pick Liverpool, Listen. right? So, and right. that and that's the decision I've made in my. That's the decision I made for myself and my family. Okay, right <laughs> which I respect. <laughs> okay, so man to man, I respect your decision. But I will say this: right now, after this, we're gonna play FIFA. Okay, we are gonna play, and we're also gonna play FIFA at Upper Ninety in Brooklyn. That's right. We'll be there. I believe it's November fifteenth. If I'm not fourteenth, uh, November fourteenth. Is that a Sunday? It's a Sunday. We'll be there at four p.m. The Cooligans will be there. We're gonna be recording. So if you guys want to know, it is the fifteenth. Oh, is it fifteenth? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh, November fifteenth, we'll be there. 4 p.m. on Atlantic Avenue in Burham Hill um, at the Players Lounge or the Players Lounge. Yeah, it's a couple blocks away from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. Uh, Some great pizza places on the way there, by the way, if you guys want to grab a slice. A couple great places. Feel free to send me a tweet and I'll I'll tell you where. Um, But uh, 
we're going to be there. So if you're going to be there, you can hang out with us, get on camera. We'd love to talk to you guys. The Cooligans will be filming something for as long as they let us, because God knows we sure, haven't been allowed to film anywhere else. Um, and to, you know, come watch a bunch of nine-year-olds beat uh, me and Polanco. <laughs> what if I win? Uh, what if, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you? What if I win? I don't know why you all I'm going gonna, gonna to play with uh, uh, Tottenham and beat you, man. I don't mind if you play with Tottenham because <laughs> you're not an Arsenal fan. But if you play with the New York Red Bulls. Sure. That would, it would, so uh, it, this is, it's going to be all MLS. Uh, MLS only. You're not allowed to be the Red Bulls. You know that, right? I'm, I'm not going to pick. The, uh, are they going to assign? Do we get to pick the team? I don't even know how. To, if you're I mean, assigned the Red Bulls without you choosing, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you have to throw the game. No, I'm kidding. You have to <laughs> try to win. Just don't enjoy it too much. Sure. All. Um, it's like an actor, like an act, like an actor's husband or wife. You can make it, out with this other person on yeah, camera, but don't. but don't let me see you get a boner because then <laughs> Correct. you're out of the house. Um, all right. Well, this has been a fun episode. This has been fun. We, I mean, you know, I still care about you very much. I care about you. Incredible, <laughs> man. Uh, I, so much that I want to help you. I want to help you learn the rules. <laughs> show you the way. Yeah. Uh, listen, we have a lot uh, that we talked about. If you've enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe, hit five stars, uh, tell your friends, grab your friend's phone and hit subscribe. We would love uh, to get to uh, know more and more of you. And I know a lot of, uh, a lot of fans uh, take the, take this uh, break here to not really pay attention to too much soccer, but uh, look, we're trying to, we're trying to entertain you guys. So yeah. uh, thank you so much for listening. You guys have been a blast. My name is Alexis Guerreros. My name is Christian. Uh, definitely picks Everton <laughs> all the time. Polanco. Uh, this has been a blast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are the Cooligans. We are.